0: Good morning. Welcome to the daily podcast with the Vision Principle. We hope you're having a blessed day in Jesus. Amen. Today I want to talk about a topic in finding your life vision that uh, it's inevitable but it's something that we sometimes have a negative look at and uh, that's the idea of every vision has a process that we have to go through to develop our character. We go through a process to develop our character. You know, in an age of instant gratification and accessibility of everything at our fingertips, we really as Christians sometimes can have a hard time dealing with being patient and going through different things. And one of the things I found in, in People's lives that actually function in their purpose and their calling is they really go through a process. We know that when Nehemiah rebuilt the wall, it took him several days to build it. He had a lot of few setbacks. It actually only took 52 days when he built the wall, but it really took him years of preparation to get ready to be able to do what God had called him to do. And when you learn to walk in your vision, and many of you can really relate to this, you're going to go through things that are going to stretch you. Because remember, our main purpose is that we would be conformed to the image of Jesus. We're predestinated, actually, to be conformed to the image of Jesus. In other words, Jesus' plan was for us to be like him. And he takes all things in our lives to get us to be like that. But we go through a process. I call these areas, there's four areas really. One is discovering your vision, which is what a lot of us or or some of you are trying to experience. You're trying to figure out, well, what is my life vision? The second process of vision is, Developing character and skill for the vision. Because it's not a real good idea for you to walk in the purpose of God, but then not have any character to be able to represent the Lord properly. It would be a disaster. And the third stage, and this is the tough one, and this is one that people experience and it can be devastating, and that's dealing with the death and rebirth of your vision. You know, most of the people I know that have really been used by God in a mighty way, they started to walk in their vision, then they had some setbacks. Some of these setbacks can take you out. You can go through things that just will be heart-wrenching. But all of that is part of the process. And sometimes when you're in the middle of living your vision, you give up on it because it's just too difficult to uh, stay in that, or you're going through life circumstances that, that really are very difficult. And then the fourth part of the process of vision is actually defining and doing the vision. And that's where you're going to bring in a lot of help because you're going to need help in the body of Christ to be able to do your vision. Okay, uh, We have to realize, too, that when God's developing our character, there's things we have to go through. A good example is... A story in the Bible about Joseph we know Joseph was a dreamer and we know that Joseph had issues with his brother and it all started actually because Joseph had actually given to his dad a bad report about what his brothers were up to and so they began to hate him and then obviously if you read the scriptures uh, Joseph was a dreamer and he put that in their face I've got this dream and you guys are going to do this but the Lord had to send Joseph on a journey. He ended up in prison. He ended up in the pit. And then eventually he got to the palace, but he had a process. And I'm sure when you're in those that stage in your life where you're just giving up on your vision, you're in the pits. It really can be a challenge. But remember, i was just telling my wife today, Patty, that God is much more interested in doing something in you before he does something through you. And sometimes when you look for purpose, we're looking at what God's going to do through us, but he actually starts with doing stuff in us. He wants to change us and conform us to be like Jesus. He wants us to do what Jesus did. And we also will experience what Jesus experienced. But there's a process to vision. There's a time of preparation. Jesus had to go through 30 years before he actually started his ministry on this life. God Almighty in the flesh. Moses had to spend 40 years on the backside of the desert in order to get ready to be the deliverer. And even then he was intimidated because he would tell God, Lord, you can't use me because I can't speak. And so what happens is when the Lord calls you, he begins to eliminate all the excuses we use. And God did that with Moses. He said, well, I'll let Aaron speak for you. If you're a stutter, we know Moses possibly was a stutterer. And we can be intimidated. And when Joseph got sent ahead, let me read you a scripture that's just an awesome scripture. and uh, It's in the book, by the way, my book will be out in a few days. We're close. We're working on the finalizing the cover and. Got a few mistakes, and it's been a challenge, but it'll be out. So if you want a copy, just email me at uh, Jack at TheVisionPrincipal.com, and I'll, I will uh, tell you how to get it in a few days, okay? But let me read you the scripture found in Genesis chapter 50, verse 19 and 20. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not. For I am in the place of God. But as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good, as it is this day to save much people alive. See, this is the scene in Genesis chapter 50 where they had already buried their dad. They would buried him in the cave that had been provided in the field of mechbelah and they were all gathered alone before joseph and the brothers were afraid but here is what god had prepared for joseph was not only a dream but his dream was to rescue his brothers and really rescue his whole family powerful scene i would have loved to have been there to see that scene and they were terrified his brother because they knew that the day of reaping was coming he could have had them all killed because he was the second in command below Pharaoh. There's so many things he could do. But but see, he learned after all the process he'd been through. And believe me, when he was in the pit, when he was in prison, I guarantee you he felt like, I'm done. I'm never going to get out. And you get that hopeless feeling where uh, you just aren't, you, you feel like you're not going to make it. Well, and that, that is so true in so many lives. You know, Bill Gother used to be a famous teacher back in the seventies. And he came up with this process of there's the birth of a vision, the death of a vision, and a rebirth of a vision. And when I used to hear him teach that, I thought, oh no way, no way. But in reality, that's exactly what I went through. There was a time when people told me, You're finished, Pastor Jack. You're not gonna recover. But you see, they don't know our God. So if you've been another failure, and you probably will be at some point in your life, I know people don't like to embrace that. You don't control that. You don't claim it for sure. You don't expect it. But when you go through things like that, and people around you tell you, you're finished. You won't be able to get up. You can't recover. That's when God specializes in picking us up. And see, what... His brothers meant for evil. God turned it around. So you're in the process of your vision. You're going through things. And some of you are in the real, you're just discovering what's happening. And then some of you might be in the second process, which is you're developing character and skill for your vision. If you do identify what you're called to do, then you have to start working on what do I need to be able to fulfill walking that vision. you're gonna, God's going to use the power he's always given you. So many of you will take spiritual gift tests. The reason why you want to do that is because you want to identify what God has gifted you in. Because that will help you to identify what you're called to do. But you're also going to need to develop skills. There's going to be things that you're going to need to fulfill your vision that you don't have right now. You're going to get that from other people. And you're going to learn skills that you don't currently have right now. And when you get the book, you can go through that, try to identify some of those. But, but you've got to realize that God sends us ahead on our mission. And you notice all that Joseph went through was to benefit his family. And, you know, when God uses you in a special way, When you have vision, it's always people-directed. It's not selfish ambition. It's not self-centered. It's actually the assignment God gives you so that you really begin to minister to other people. So if you're discovering your vision or developing your vision, or you're dealing with the death and birth of your vision, rebirth, And then maybe you're in step four, which is you're actually beginning to do your vision. So if you want to discover your vision, write these down. There are seven Ps, okay? You're going to need to know your purpose. You're going to need to know your passion. You're going to need to know the place and the people you call to. You need to understand the pain factor in your life. You need to have a clear understanding of the power that God has given you both naturally and supernaturally. You need to spend time in prayer in the presence of the Lord, and then you need to take your past experiences and see how they point to the direction of what God is calling you to do. When we go through things in our lives, even the painful things, even the difficult things, God takes all that and he uses it for our good. He takes all the difficulties because you are going to be able to help people in the area that you got help. Most of us got help from the Lord directly. And God will use you as a vessel to help other people. So when you identify your purpose, why you're on earth, when you understand your passion is what do you love to do in God, when you begin to understand who you're called to help, the place and the people that you're called to help. When you understand your pain, there was what problem do you feel you want to solve for other people? And it's probably the area that you overcame in most cases. Not always. And what has God given you by his power? Because he always does that. He equips us to do what he calls us to do. And then... Hopefully you've spent time, even this week, in prayer and in the presence of the Lord, asking him to speak to you. When God speaks to you, he'll give you a scripture. He'll, he'll bring prophetic words to you. He'll give you a witness in the Holy Spirit within you. And then he will take all the things you've been through in your life, and the sum of those things will actually point to really how God has prepared you to be ready to do what he's called you to do. You know, what, what area are you in? What process are you in? Do you realize if you know what you're called to do, you realize you're going to have to learn to be patient. There's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 10, I think it's verse 36. says, For we have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. We need to be patient. You're in a process. God is using all things in your life to get you ready. You could be in the middle of it. You could be the beginning. You could be at the end. So whatever area, you're in the hands of the Lord. He's going to conform you to his image. He's going to take you through some things. And when you discover your life vision, remember it's your life. It's it's going to take time. I remember years ago, a brother told me, hey, Jack, When you get training for your purpose, you need to realize your ministry is for your whole life. It's not just for a year or two. So if you're being trained, don't get discouraged. Don't be in a hurry. You could be in process. We'll talk about that more tomorrow as we begin to seek the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, that no matter where we are in life, whether we're discovering our vision or, Lord, whether you're, developing character in us and giving us skills that we can operate in your event. Oh Lord, whether we're in the midst of defeat, you're with us. So Lord, I pray today, you'd bless your people. Let them know your goodness. Give us patience, Lord, to endure to the end because the word says he that endures to the end shall be saved. Bless your people today in Jesus name.